0: Ready. Welcome back.
1: Welcome to Homeless and Large everyone. This is Roy Sterling Child. We're going live now. Um it's uh what Monday, December the twentieth well, actually it's Tuesday, December the twenty-eighth. Uh today we're gonna to do some updates. We're gonna talk about a few things that I kinda of hold personal and near and dear and uh we're gonna kind of do a little rant maybe or something i don't know
0: but uh mr potter how's your week been my week's been good i'm his co-host and the week's been good we've been eating all right yeah and the holiday and the stores being closed it's Um, been kind of wet out there hasn't it yeah it's been wet raining just about every night you know uh, so let me ask you, Miss Butter. You know, I know you formally declared homeless, but um, have you
1: been wet yet?
0: Um, well, I had a phone appointment today for assessment, and with the assessment, we found out that Laughin La of Arizona didn't do my assessment properly, didn't update it properly, um. We gave them the news that my former place wasn't up to code and that there was filming going on by someone who wasn't in the house. Um, We gave them notice of my hit and run accident and how that caused me to lose my phone and that all this happened just as The COVID lockdown came about, so I was in a wheelchair without a a phone and without a way to contact people, losing my place, and the government, when I needed them the most, wasn't available. So Um, wasn't there
1: something about you only in a temporary program anyway?
0: Yeah, big. Because of the way things were at the time, it was just a temporary thing where they housed me because there's too many homeless on the streets and they're calling it a homeless problem. So they wanted everybody part of the safe park protest to be housed so that nobody sees them so people could go down party downtown without looking at all the homeless. And now because I'm on... 100 percent disability on medicaid which they pretty much shit in their bricks when they heard that, that yeah you know, i'm now um it's the solution they're gonna give me is now a permanent one so you know
1: mr potter i i got a question for you, you know i'm always telling people that you know i help people without judgment and um i did a little thing in homeless uh, lives matter about Being home and feeling like you're home when you come to No Cross Ministries,
0: how has No Cross Ministries treated you, Mr. Potter? Um, It's treated me great. I can say as far as what a home means to me, it's a place where you have ownership, where you feel comforted, where you feel safe, where you have your belongings and you have a place to bathe and to cook and to store stuff to, you know, a place to rest, a place where you can invite people to have uh, the uh, lifestyle that you have and to share your experiences. So um,
1: how is, I mean, as far as like, I mean, have you felt comfortable here? I have. And have we helped you?
0: We have, um, we found out that Section 8 made a mistake, Balfentera made a mistake. And they all got corrected, right? And it's all being corrected now. You know, it's just kind of a thing,
1: Mr. Potter, that I want to get out there. I want people to understand, I don't like bragging. I'm not going to go boasting my own steamboat. I'd rather that people I've helped do that for me. You know, it's better to have a testimony than me taking a picture of you behind your back and saying, look what I did. You know, um, you know as well as I do, a lot of people have done that here in Tucson, right? Right. And so if you, instead of me out there poke my own, toot my own horn, if you do that for me, doesn't that look better than me
0: doing it? Yeah. So here's my question for you. You've held up a sign before, right? Ah, uh, not very often. When you did, how did it make you feel?
1: Oh, I'm terrible.
0: What were some of the stuff that you put on your sign? Well, let me think. I held up a blank sign once.
1: I just had nothing to say, and somebody gave me a couple dollars, and I went and got something to
0: eat, and I didn't go back. (laughs) How did you feel after you got the money compared to... How you felt when you first went out there?
1: Well, I was happy that I was about to get something to eat, I'll tell you that. You know, the only reason I did it was because I was hungry and I tried every other thing and I only made like a dollar cannon can. And uh, they just didn't buy something to eat. You know, with the, the price of inflation and all that, it doesn't afford something to and eat. And
0: did anybody ever yell out to you to go get a job? A few. Or, or call you a bum? A few and did they ever offer you a job no did they uh, did uh, do you think their parent ever taught them not to call people names actually the funny thing about that is i don't know but the funny thing about that
1: is one person that did um i asked him about that i said you know you told me to get a job so i'm asking you will you hire me and he said what'd you say I said, would you hire me? He said, "Uh, here, and he handed me three bucks. And drove off. He didn't answer whether he'd hire me or not. He just kind of got mad and drove off after he handed me money.
0: And that's called him out on his own
1: stuff. Yeah, you know, hey, if you're going to talk, at least offer me a job. You know, you're going to tell me to get a job. Hey, I'll take a job. You want to offer one, put it out there. But don't come talking unless you're willing to put it out there. Because uh, I'm going to ask.
0: I held up a sign before. Yeah, how did you feel? I felt humiliated. I felt embarrassed. I, I, I felt ridiculous.
1: Now, Miss Potter, let me ask you this. Out of all the homeless people you've met out there, you know, what are some of the craziest things you ran into, I mean, as far as being on the streets?
0: Um, people fighting over dope. Um, cops uh, wanting to arrest you because you own more than a blanket and a water bottle. Mm.
1: You know, how many times have you had to um, start over with your possessions? I mean, like, you had everything and the police come along and you lost everything. Now you got to start over collecting Well, if meeting.
0: it's not... If it's not the police stealing your stuff, it's someone else stealing your stuff. I that it's Someone else enticed by the police. Yeah, uh, like I've said before, when you become homeless, you lose all. all you lose all form of privacy and security.
1: You know, the, yeah, it? A, you know, the, for me, the one thing that always bothered me was that You would think that people would have some kind of empathy and understanding on the homeless, do you get a sense that people just don't give
0: a shit and they actually kind of despise the homeless? I think that, um, well, what I could say is there was one incident where we found um, someone... You've heard of Splash Park, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Over off of 4th Avenue? Yeah. There was a lady in one of the two story houses that was always calling the cops because she saw homeless using the park you know what was her reason for calling the cops well every time she saw uh, someone homeless in the park it made her feel uh insecure you know and I- so she felt the need to call the cops so that she wouldn't feel the, like she's might be the next who loses her home. And I would say that's one of the things is people see homelessness, they know they could be next, they know it doesn't discriminate against anybody.
1: Now, and that's the thing. One Do you out think out that the every... media played a role in that sense of insecurity?
0: Um, I think the media tries to get it the uh, most unbiased story out, but they tend to give uh, extra something to property owners, to the police, and to the uh, politicians. Now, let me... Let me j- j- like, j- j- the mayor of Tucson, one of her promises was if someone called her office... Because there's a homeless problem or a issue with the homeless, her office wasn't going to handle it. She told them to call the police. Well, if the police came to her about an issue with the homeless, she wasn't going to handle it. Her job being mayor isn't there to attack the poorest of the poor.
1: You know what's funny about that, though? So, you know, you heard on the news that the police were going to respond to homeless trespass. Right? Okay. And um, let me ask you something. When we were losing
0: a church on um, Campbell, what was I doing? You were praying or meditating. At a church? In near the sanctuary. And what did the cops respond to? Uh, they heard there was someone trespassing on the private property of the church. Which is not private, right? It was fence. Well, it is private, but it's a 501c3 non-profit charitable organization at which the makes same it time. Public. And praying and meditating is using it as a spiritual center. So would you say proper, that the, the, the
1: police, not only the police, but that security guard took
0: away my religious freedoms? I would say that he did, and he doesn't understand the proper use of of uh, the church, which is called Our Savior's Lutheran Church. Let me ask you a question.
1: Do you remember, like, when I was a kid, the church was always the charity? You know, that's where you went for charity, right? So, when you needed help, you went to the church. You need food, the church gave it to you. It was always the church that did charity. And now,
0: what happened to that? You know, like, the poor should go to the church and seek refuge. The churches say that And they can't be the only ones in the solution to the issue. Now, this is we've always said that the homeless isn't the problem, that homelessness is a symptom of the current economy. What that means is if there's going to be someone rich, there's going to be someone poor.
1: Well, yeah, and that's another thing, you know, I see all these people saying. You know, end homelessness, end homelessness. First of all, you can't end something you didn't start. Okay? I'm going to put it that way right now. You cannot end something you did not start. People need to remember this. Homelessness or houselessness has been around. I'm always home.
0: Well, this is the thing Seattle didn't start homelessness, but they ended it. Portland didn't. didn't start homelessness but they ended it. The way that they ended it is they made camping legal. Right. But here's the thing. They didn't end it. Because those people aren't homeless.
1: There's no such thing as homeless. Not not on Earth. Because I'm going to tell you something. Nobody, Nobody made this land. Nobody on Earth created this land. We're home. Earth is our home. My city,
0: Tucson, Arizona, is my home. One of the questions I used to ask Trump on Twitter was when we go to Mars, are we going to make people pay for oxygen or is that going to be offered or or is that going to be subsidized?
1: So let me ask you a question. If I'm always home on Earth in Tucson, my home is Tucson, Arizona, right? Your home is Tucson, Arizona, right? Right. I just had no walls. Say okay, I was houseless, not homeless. So let's get that straight. Next, you cannot end poverty as long as you have a declaration of capitalism. As long as there's a title of capitalism and people are making money, there's always gonna be a judgment of poverty or a label of poverty. Poverty is a symptom of capitalism. When you have people that wanna get rich, there's always those people that are gonna get left behind and be poor. I- I, the only way to end poverty is to end capitalism, the catalyst of poverty. If because if there's I no capitalism, think, there's no
0: recognition of poverty I don't poverty think either. capitalism has a monopoly on poverty. I do because communism has a lot more poverty than it all capitalism revolves, does. It all revolves around it's a form of
1: capitalism if you think about it. Listen. But, Anytime you have one group of people that succeed beyond their, I mean, beyond beyond expectations of, they get rich, then they take up any amount of money, you're always going to have that person that they look down on because they have less money. As long as there's a sense of greed in the world, and there's going to be those people who don't succeed as fast, there's going to be a sense of poverty. Greed is what makes... What what made communism fall? What made poverty? The sense of being rich. If you're rich, you look at poor people as poverty. Well, if there's no capitalism, if there's no sense of I have to make money, there's no sense of poverty. If you don't acknowledge capitalism or rich or poor, you don't have poverty anymore. The only way to end poverty is to end poverty. The idea of rich and poor. You have to end the class. The whole class across the board. You can't have classes. You can't declare people by class. You have to end labeling them by class. And that's the thing. People think all this discrimination against race or religion or politics. It's none of that. It's the haves and the have nots.
0: Class warfare cripples governments.
1: That's right. No, it's class warfare. What it's doing is it's crippling society, period. It's crippling society. It's giving, look, look how America is gone. We used to be a beautiful nation where we had rights. Okay? We had rights. Now we got these elitists who have taken over, given our subliminal messaging to the media, and all these people start believing it because
0: they're our government.
1: And now all of a sudden the government has control. You know why? Because they're the elitists and they control the money. Where the money goes is where the control goes. That's the bullshit way of America. But the thing about that is, as long as there's a sense of money, and there's a sense of making money, where there's money, there's poverty. Look, there's only one way to end homelessness or houselessness. Stop looking at the way people live their lives and mind your own fucking business. If it ain't hurting you... If it ain't stealing from you, if it ain't taking from you, and it ain't damaging your person, what the fuck do you care? If I live in a tent
0: or in a house? I think whether I live in a tent or a house is nobody's business but my own. Exactly. What
1: started that was all this code enforcement, building codes, health codes, dysregulation, It's not fit for human habitation, but humans have been living in it for centuries. Right? Right. Okay. So the fact is, it's only not fit because society's norms declares it not fit. See? And that's the problem. Too many people think there's a certain way a person has to live their life. They forget that liberty is a freedom of choice to lifestyle. How you want to live. You have a right to your pursuit of happiness. Not the way they see it, but the way you see it. So if my pursuit of happiness is living in a fucking tent, then who is anybody else to tell me I can't?
0: Ah. I want to know why I can't live in a tent if Jesus lived in a tent. Jesus didn't. He lived under the trees. He didn't have no tent. I want to know why I can't live in a uh, tent if Paul was a tent maker. Right. Not
1: only that, but if you think about it, half the time, Jesus probably didn't take many baths. Why is it that Jesus could get away with not taking a bath, but we couldn't? You know, and that's the thing, with people. The fact is, people need to look, if you're not going to, if you're
0: not going to, I mean, yeah, you got to in this sympathy bullshit. I would say a lack of a shower and a lack of a place to clean yourself is part of the reason why poverty stinks. <laughs>
1: I guess you could say that. But you know what, though? Let me ask you this. Does it really stink that bad? If, if, if you think about it, does this stink any worse than anybody else in the world? I mean, me, I smell Corona. I think it stinks. It takes my breath away. I think it's disgusting. People put so much of that shit on, fucking smells like a French whorehouse most of the time.
0: A lot of colognes and perfumes get my allergies going.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. And then it attracts the bees and all that shit. Fucking horrible. Like, and then the pollution in the air with the aerosol cans they use. You know something? The one thing that I never worried about as a homeless person was beauty. I never thought about, do I look good today? Am I gonna? Oh my gosh! Am I gonna impress somebody? No, I, I. Did you worry about that shit? No, uh, my beauty always came from the inside. Okay, so when you were living outside, did you ever worry about COVID-19?
0: I worry I worried about it all the time because you see, the thousands of cars drive by, and you don't know which person in which car has COVID, and the fact that they could sneeze out their window and that sneeze is gonna go out at over a hundred miles per hour. And if if you're within six feet, it's gonna hit you. But what I realized quickly is COVID hits the wealthy a lot harder than it hits the poor. Right, and
1: have you noticed that if you look at the statistical numbers, um, zero people that lived outside died from COVID-19. Zero. Zero. None.
0: Actually, Christina did. Christina. But was she in a house when she died? No, she was homeless involved in prostitution. Okay. And are you sure she
1: died of COVID or was the doctor paid to diagnose her with COVID to harm the numbers? Because it's proven. There were doctors paid. They were just diagnosing everybody COVID at one time. And that's a proven fact. They, this was, this looked people. I know she had flu and cold-like symptoms. Okay, now there you go. If you think about it, COVID, when you get the flu test or flu shot, you come up positive for COVID. If you remember right, go back to the 80s. When you looked at Lysol, can. It always said kills this germ, that germ. Covid, Covid's been around forever. It's not nothing new. I would.
0: It's a part of the SARS virus, and, and it's a part of the flu. It's the bacterial infection of the flu. I would say it was. Uh, it's been around, but there was a group in China that put it on steroids and released. It, it.
1: doesn't matter. I'll tell you what. You know what made it on steroids? I'll tell you what put it on steroids. People killing all those germs. Look, your body is a miracle germ collector. It's designed to collect germs and build antibodies to those germs. Okay? So, the longer people stayed inside, kept killing all these germs, <coughs> they can clean, 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 Disinfect, disinfect, wash your hands. Go sanitize, sanitize. You know, what happens is, you're killing all those germs that your body uses to make antibodies. Now your body is totally um, dependent on that dormant virus to build immune systems. Now, if your body becomes... Uh, completely uh, dependent on a dormant virus to build an immune system. Let me ask you this something, what happens when a live virus comes along, along and your body needs to build an immune system to it and it's used to building, it doesn't know what to do, correct? It's kind of like hiring a maid to clean your house for two years. And then the maid comes in every day for two years.
0: What you would clean you your rather house. do, get a flu shot or get the flu?
1: I'd rather get the flu. Why? Because it's the natural virus, it's the live virus, and once you're infected to the live virus, it becomes harder to get. The dormant virus, look, okay, so let me finish here. Here's my thought, so you hire a maid every day for 10 years to come clean your house, okay? Then after 10 years, you decide, ah, I don't need a maid no more. How effective are you gonna be at cleaning your house after 10 years
0: of having a maid? You're not gonna do it at the same level. Right, you're not gonna do it, right? You're gonna be dependent on that maid to come get it. Because all the maid does is go around cleaning houses. So the level, uh, the professional You become dependent on that maid. Okay, so once, it's the same way with your body. Not only that, but because of all the cleaning the maid does, you don't have the immunity that you would have if you were always getting in the dirt and grime and cleaning stuff. That's it. So your
1: body's the same way with the immune system, correct? Your body becomes lazy because it becomes dependent on that um, dormant virus to build the immune system and because that dormant virus just sits there, your body becomes lazy. Your immune system becomes lazy. Now you're running around killing all these live germs, what immune system does your body really build? None. It just becomes lazy. Now you go out into the world and all of a sudden there's this new virus along and you come along and everybody says this, China created it, but it's been around since the 80s on Lysol cans and oh my God, China created a virus that's killing us. No, you created that virus that killed you because you killed your immune system by killing all the germs. You didn't go get dirty, you didn't play in the mud, you didn't expose yourself. Where your body could build a strong immune system, you did not feed your body properly. Whose fault is that? Now you want me to wear a mask after I built an immune system? Eating out of dumpsters while you, all these people licked on silver spoons, ate fucking drank from golden cups, and they and you want me to fucking what? How are you gonna force me to wear a mask when it's your fault you didn't build an immune system? If you'd have built an immune system, I'll tell you what. COVID's been around for how long now? Um, for at least two years. Here, shake my hand. You had no hesitation to do that, right?
0: No. Okay. How do you know I didn't have COVID on my hand? Because you're not. You don't have any flu-like symptoms.
1: But wait a minute. I have an immune system. I have antibodies. I'm not worried about COVID. I'm not worried about getting sick. I've never social distanced. I've never, I rarely wear a mask. I do anything I want to do. I didn't stay content. I didn't stay quarantined during lockdowns. I went out and I visited my friends just like I normally do. Could you afford to stay home during the lockdown? I didn't care. No, I don't have to afford nothing. I was
0: homeless. I didn't care. Could you afford to stay in your camp, Uh, or did you have to go out and find a way to feed yourself? And I had to go find a dumpster
1: to eat out of. Man, I couldn't stay in my camp all day. Not only that, but you know what? I didn't find any necessity in staying in my camp. I felt like it was a normal day to me. Covid didn't bother me. I've been sick maybe once the whole time. Covid's been out, and you know what it was. It was a cold. Oh yeah, wait twice because of the spider bite. But you know what? I was only sick for two days with the cold, and then it was gone. How have you been treating yourself for the spider bite? Um. Well, I didn't go to a hospital. That's for sure. Uh, what I did is I. How many
0: people have been trying to tell you to go to the hospital? Too fucking
1: many. Too fucking many. Have I died yet? No. Is my leg gone yet? No. Am
0: I still have walking? Have you been keeping it clean?
1: Yes. Do you got antibiotics? Yes. Doc's bringing me some more here in a little while. Well, he's supposed to bring me some more tomorrow morning actually. And then Miss um, Olson is bringing me some more too. I actually have um, iodine in there too that I've been cleaning it with. Um, but also on top of that, I jump in a warm bath. And I just soaked my leg in it for like an hour. And all that crap just comes pouring out of there. And you know as long as it comes out, good to go. Uh, I, I, you remember those two days I was in bed. I couldn't get out of bed, remember? Mm-hmm. I barely got out of bed for two days. And then I discovered that bite. And I started taking care of it. And look, I'm up and around again. All that shit came out. All that poison came out. You know, my bites are about, the the, the scars that I had, they're about that big now. They're about the size of a nickel. When they were about the size of a fucking grapefruit. And you've seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, they were the size of a grapefruit.
0: They now, were actually looked like the, it was getting bigger for a little while. Mm-hmm. Rather than getting mm-hmm. smaller and going away. Now they're getting
1: smaller and going away. And they're actually healing. And the thing about it is, look. People have become too dependent on doctors, and to me, doctors are fucking killing people. They're the ones that started the fucking opiate crisis. You think I'm gonna fucking trust that asshole now? With my life? Fuck
0: you. I watched how many people he killed with opiates. Pfizer was one of those companies.
1: I don't depend on no Big Pharma.
0: Johnson was one of those companies. I don't
1: trust no Big Pharma. I'm sorry. Look at all the addictions they've created. They created a meth addiction. You think about all the fucking sinus pills out there, Walmart, Walladryl, Benadryl, it all has what in it? Ephedrine. You know what Ephedrine is, a key ingredient? Uh, in- methamphetamine? It's a phetamine. Right. It's an amphetamine. That's right. Okay. Now you think about Percocet, morphine, and the doctors were handing out all that Percocet people. All you had to do was go, oh, my pain level's tame. No kind of medical proof whatsoever, they hand you Percocet. Who created the opiate addiction? The doctor. You know what Percocet has in it? Opium. You know what opium is? The key ingredient in one drug heroin. And people are dying of what? Heroin overdoses, opiate overdoses. Who started that shit? The doctors. You know why? Selling big pharma to make money. And and now you're trusting those same fucking assholes to tell you to take a shot for COVID-19. And oh yeah, don't go outside. Don't breathe normal air. Don't fucking go, make sure you wash your hands. But the same assholes are killing people with fucking opiates. Oh yeah. And then they're getting paid to cure the opiate crisis, as they called, with the same fucking drug that they created it with, opium. Because they give them, what was that stuff called? Um, what's it called? Did they give fucking opiates, the 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 clinics that you have the uh, for, methadone? For, yeah, methadone. They give them methadone. Methadone has what in it?
0: Meth.
1: It's opiate. It's an amphetamine. No, it's an opiate, it does the same thing as heroin. It's a synthetic fucking heroin. What it is, is they got mad that instead of buying it from the big box store, you know, Walgreens, CVS, they went to mom and pop. Same mess. I didn't go to the big box store and get the fucking Ritalin or the well And you know,
0: once you go to a methadone clinic, they actually go out of their way to keep you coming in and getting that. Method. Oh yeah, it's a data carol. They're not trying to use it to wean you off. No, it's they're the trying Theta-Carol. to give you as much as they can. So they, now they're the pusher instead of you going to the dope dealer. Yeah, because they're getting look. If you're going to mom and pop, which is your dope dealer, you so can, in a way it's a, co- a mom and pop. You're, paying,
1: you're paying ten dollars for uh, treatment of dope, but you go to fucking Walgreens. There's was a methadone clinic,
0: and your insurance is paying them thousands of dollars for the same treatment. What's the, what's the difference between a pharmaceutical company and a drug dealer? Thousands of dollars. A million dollar er, insurance policy. That's right. That's right. So, look, I'm. Let's take about
1: this now for a moment, folks. Now, I don't understand something, Anthony. So, we've got a government here. That um run this country, right? That's what they're supposed to be doing. And um to the ground. So I'm telling people that the government's lying to them. And the government says I'm lying. Now, I'm not $21 trillion in debt. But the government has this country, the American taxpayers, $21 trillion in debt. Who would you believe? Me or the government?
0: Who would you believe? I think, think there's that's kind of like asking who who's really participating in the elections, the people uh, the people uh, in the debate or the people commenting about the debate. Well, the thing about this is, look, so you got a government
1: that has driven this country. 21, 27, $23 trillion in debt to other countries. And
0: you know the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are not actually part of the government. Mm-mm. There are two political action committees that go out of their way to harm the American experiment.
1: Now let me ask you this. So they're $23 trillion in debt to other countries. Now who pays that debt?
0: Not other countries, just the World Bank. Mm-mm. Who pays the debt? The people. Okay, and how do they pay the debt? They get taxed uh, out of their asses.
1: Right. So now, when you work every day, you get taxed, right? And um.
0: When so you go to the store, you get taxed. Yep, yep. When you work, you get taxed. When someone okay. dies, you So now, would you call that slavery? Tax. Would you call that slavery? I would say it's definitely taxation more than representation. I'd call it slavery because think about it you no know, taxation without representation
1: is property tax.
0: That, this is my idea. The reason they did the economic stimulus is because they knew if they locked everybody down with COVID that they would have to go a certain amount of time without any representation. The government, if you remember, soon as the COVID hit, they shut everything down when people mm-hmm. needed the help. The government said we're closed. Yeah, but you know what's sad? You
1: know what's sad? If people would to continue with their everyday lives and not been so sanitary, they wouldn't have had to
0: worry about COVID. What would the country be like if people didn't have to pay taxes?
1: I don't know. But let me ask you this. So, do you
0: remember the Boston Tea Party? Do you remember what that was over? Um, yeah, that was uh, the first fraud case in the nation. Okay,
1: so what did, what it was over was that we got tired of the Brits taxing tea that we already owned to come into our harbors. We already owned the tea. Now, we've already paid for the tea. The tea comes in, now they're charging us tax on it. And they called it taxation without representation. So they went out into the Boston Harbor, and they threw all the fucking tea into the harbor and said, fuck your tax. But now today, you buy a house. You pay off the property, you pay off the house. What do you got to pay? Property tax. Now, people are complacent with paying property tax. You
0: know who owned the ships that that had the tea? John Hancock. In English, no, it was John Hancock's ships. Well, yeah, but the uh, Brits were trying to tax the it. The Brits were trying to tax it, so John Hancock actually lowered the amount of people that were working his ship so that they could actually go on the ship and and we already own. Why should we have to pay a tax on something we already own? And you know what the Brits did? Wow. They actually gave him three times what the tea that dumped was worth. So now let me ask you this. That's why it's the first time. So if that was the case
1: back then, if that was the case back then, now people are paying property tax every day and they, oh, that goes to fix the roads. Have you seen the roads in America today?
0: Yeah, pothole after pothole, crack after crack. They tear your
1: fucking car up, don't they? So now, obviously the property taxes that the Americans pay, I'm going to fix
0: a That's part of where the lottery money now, is now supposed to No, here's go the to. deal.
1: No, so, 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 property tax. If you don't pay your property tax, you lose your
0: property. Do you really own your property? You don't lose your property. They just, they just put a lien on it. They take it.
1: They can kick you out of your house. Take a Willie Nelson. These days, they don't do that. They just put a lien. Yeah, and then eventually they take it. They sell it at auction. But here's the deal. Now, here's the deal. So so, so now think about this. So the property tax. Now you got 100, you got, I think the last numbers were 327 million people paying an average of $1 trillion a year in taxes. Or now a combined total of $1 trillion a year in taxes. Right? And that's just income tax alone.
0: But you know what happens if you give the government a trillion dollars in taxes? They take uh, two times more. So now, now listen
1: here, let me make a point here to the people. So you got 300 and however many people are in this country, and obviously the 315 billion or something like that, people paying a trillion dollars a year in just income tax. That's just your income tax. There's no other
0: taxes. Okay. Do you think everybody should pay the same amount in tax? Now, 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 hear me out for a moment. So, a trillion dollars a
1: year in taxes they collect, right? Now, this country, out of a trillion dollars a year, is 27 trillion dollars in debt. Okay? Now, if you got a trillion dollars a year, would you be 20 trillion dollars in debt? No. No? Would you have any debt? No. Okay, why are we in debt? Why has the American government got this country in
0: debt? Because the government can't stop spending. Okay,
1: right. And here's the deal. Look at, okay, now Nancy Pelosi. I remember during the lockdowns for COVID, she was on MTV Cribs showing off her luxurious refrigerator that cost more than most people's homes and she was showing them how full of ice cream it was. Right? Right. Okay, thousands of of dollars in ice cream in her fridge. And, and, And now, she's living in a home like that, living lavish, going out to hair salons while everybody else is locked down. And have you noticed, none of them wear masks. They're collecting a trillion dollars a year in taxes. And how is it that the homeless is the problem?
0: How is it that they're actually catching COVID a lot quicker than any of the homeless are?
1: How is it that the homeless is the problem?
0: The homeless is just the guinea pig. Okay, right. No, they're the scapegoats. Because you can't blame the blacks anymore, you can't blame the Jews anymore. It was anymore. never about black you and white blame the Asians anymore. It was you never can't about blame black the Mexicans It was never anymore. about that. So since you can't blame women either, you know who they blame? The poor. The, the poor. But here's the thing. The poor are the smartest motherfuckers there are. The homeless, especially the houseless. Do you know that at one time they called blacks smelly and they called all oh, the Jews smelly? They called the Jews and the blacks and the Mexicans all dirty, and now the only ones they call dirty are the homeless and the poor. right. But and you that know what shows you how if discrimination you think about it if you think about it. Works. It was always the poor
1: of those races that they did that to. The lavish ones didn't get that because if you remember back to slavery days when slavery started here in America. It was actually Africa that was selling the black people as slaves to America. It was their own people. Yeah. Okay. So they were making money off their own people, right? Now it was black people selling black people. Just like the crimes against blacks. There are more black people killed by black
0: people than black people are killed by cops. And then Europe ran the slave ships. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... The south were the But the, the ships were, were owned
1: by Africa.
0: No, the uh, Africa. It was Africans selling Africans mm-hmm. to the Europeans that owned the. And they were stuff exporting them like goods. The East India Tea Company, they which were is owned by the Queen like of goods. England. They were
1: exporting them like goods. So it was African ships ran by the English given to America where they sold the slaves. Now, now think about this. Who was behind that? The American government, right?
0: The American government, the European government. And guess who really started
1: slavery? The Democrats. The very ones talking racism are the ones that started slavery. If you'll remember right, it was the Northern um, Republicans who fought out against slavery. It was the Republican Party that ended. And slavery. now it's
0: the Republican Party that wants to get rid of minimum wage. Well, wait a minute. And it's the Democrats that want to uh, raise minimum wage to But a they want to wipe out the, the poor.
1: They want to wipe out the poor. The, Dem- the, the Republicans are saying, why should we have a minimum wage? Why shouldn't we just let them be paid with their fucking worth? Like McDonald's. McDonald's is being paid $15 a fucking hour right now, but you go into the drive-thru and they can't get your fucking well, order you right. do
0: you think anything should stop me from paying people two bucks an hour? Well, wait a minute. If you go to McDonald's
1: and you order a Big Mac, two orders of, fr- or you order two Big Macs, a Whopper, Order the fries, and they send you out a Big
0: Mac, three whoppers, and two drinks. Because one of the things Taco Bell's doing right now is they're requiring their own workers to be responsible for getting people into the stores. So if they don't know if people that they don't know are coming into the stores, they don't get paid. So
1: think about this: if you go to McDonald's today. Out of ten times, how many times do they get your order right?
0: Maybe five? Four, um, six? Before I was here, I was going into McDonald's on a regular basis because the McDonald's near my camp accepted food stamps. Okay. So, so I would say order. out of five orders, they always got at least two mistakes. Okay. So
1: These people want, mind you, these people want $15 an hour. And they can't even get your fucking order right.
0: Well, that's the thing. And it's printed right there on a computer in front of them.
1: It's right there.
0: If you're making a mistake, number one, everybody makes a mistake at some point. Not when it's like right in front of you. They have a ticket right there that says what you
1: want on there. How is it a mistake? I mean, look. If I put on a piece of paper for you, I want two cups, I want a cup of coffee with two sugars and one cream rating. Are you gonna make a mistake with that piece of paper? If I'm
0: getting paid $15 an hour, I'm gonna go out of my way not to make mistakes. There you go. If it means that I'm not gonna be paid $7 an hour. There you go. If now, that's, there, but I think that's a sliding scale that should be used instead of yes. increasing the minimum wage. Or I think yes. it, based on the mis- based on the skill level and the lack mm-hmm. of mistakes, you should either be paid seven dollars an hour or fifteen dollars an hour depending, depending, on, depending on your on, performance. Right.
1: Right. So now see why Republicans want to eliminate minimum wage because there is no reason that me as a person should go into a trade where i have no fucking clue what i'm doing making mistakes every day now and get paid the same amount of some dude who's got three years you know experience.
0: mexico doesn't have a minimum wage right and mexico has more poverty than we do right because there if they uh, say but mexico is communist a, country
1: they take from the poor to feed the rich
0: think about that the cartels own Mexico they do okay and that's not communism that's fascism Mexico tends to be a very fascist country so now you think about this
1: here's the deal if you take a guy that's got five years of experience and you pay him eighteen dollars an hour Why should that guy that just came in with no experience make $3 less? Because
0: he's slowing down the pace. If you're the weak link, should you remain on the job? Well,
1: I think you should have training, but I don't think you should be paid the same amount as that guy that's got
0: more experience. Do you think that you should be paid more if training is required? Well, if you have to be trained, I think you should start out at, at a lower wage. Cause the way the minimum law, the minimum wage laws read, is if your job requires training, you're actually not eligible for minimum wage because that's considered skilled labor. So I remember when I went, I was before I went to prison,
1: I started this job with this guy in know. Um, he was doing uh, some building remodeling and I was uh, doing demolition and um, I started at a base of $8 an hour. That's where he started me out, okay? Based on my performance, the way I worked, because he would tell me to do something, I went and did exactly what he told me to do, and then I went back and said, what's next? But I'd always do something a little extra just to kind of show him I knew something. And he, about a week later, he come up to me and go, you know, I really liked the way you were. So the next week he gave me a raise to $9 an hour. So I gave him a little extra. And I worked to show him his $9 an hour plus a dollar an hour more. You know, so he was paying me 9 I was giving him $10 an hour worth of work. Next thing you know, he comes up to me the next week and gives me $11 an hour. And he says, I think you know more than you let on. How much money is it going to take to find out how much you know? I said, why don't you give me a reason to find out? He said, well, I'm going to do that. You're going to make $11 an hour. Well, I gave him more. But see, he paid me based on my performance. He paid me based on what I showed him. Now people are paying people based on what the government tells you you have to pay them.
0: Do you think if you and I work in the same place, that we should get paid the same amount just because we're doing the same job at the same place?
1: No, I don't know. It depends on your skill levels.
0: Or do you think if you got more skills and more experience, you should get paid more than I do, even though we're doing the same job for the same company? Well, first of all, I think that if you're being trained to do a job... Because I think that... The conversation we're having is where this whole minimum wage so conversation Let, me let me, be let happening me let me limit this right now. because I, be free.
1: Can, I can
0: tell you where, where, where everybody's fucking up.
1: See, that's the problem. People think that training you get paid for when you go to a job. Why are people paying for college if you can get trained for free at a job and get paid to get trained? Why do we have schools that teach the same
0: trade? If knowledge equals success, why aren't we giving away knowledge for free? But we do. We do. Think about it. I can go learn
1: to be a truck driver for free. All I gotta do is get hired by a company and start learning to drive a truck. And then all I gotta do is take the CDL test. Right? Right. Okay. Or I can pay $3,000 to go to school to learn to save the same, drive the same truck that that company just taught me to drive on their own and paid a hundred dollars for the test
0: and saved the fucking money on the $3,000 school. Do you think everybody that is is Uber left gets paid the same amount? Or do you think there's people that they prefer and they get more business than the other people? Well,
1: Uber is a little different story and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Uber is based on an app and it's based on what you take. I've seen the way Uber works, I've driven with Uber drivers, and I've ridden with Uber drivers, and they actually put you out in the field, you get on your phone and find your passengers and you claim them, and you take them where they need to go, it's based on your skills of driving and how you know the town. But, if you go to say like um, a construction job where you're building houses, now if you got a guy that's been building houses for eight years, and you're just studying, should you get paid the same amount? No. While wow, he's teaching you how to build that house? No. Okay, so what I'm saying to you is, you're getting trained for free. Plus, you're getting paid while you're being trained. And you should be getting paid more because you're teaching. Right. Now. Now, if that be the case, why do they have a trade school that charges $10,000 to teach you
0: carpentry? Because people aren't willing to go into a... Do you see a, the contradiction there? Yeah.
1: Do you see the problem? So, why are people... We need to eliminate either school or free job training. Because that's what's creating our problem with minimum wage. See, we either make it to where there's no free job training, you gotta pay to go to school to learn the job, or eliminate school and just give free job training because one's contradicting the other right? And right. this is creating this, this distinction of oh minimum wage, oh he doesn't deserve that, oh yes he does no he doesn't, the dumb fuck is an idiot and he just cost a thousand dollars worth of mistakes he just cost a hundred dollars worth of food to be thrown away at McDonald's cause he got six of your orders wrong you know who that costs? the customers because they pay for it in the end so now, a motherfucker like me that's got low income because that idiot making $15 an hour, making all those mistakes, not knowing what
0: the fuck he's doing, had a problem. Do you think just because you're on disability, you should be kept in poverty? No.
1: I believe that, number one, I shouldn't be on disability. I believe somebody should have hired me long ago. I got a lot of skills that would do good on a job site. But nobody wants me because I don't have professional experience to give a reference. That's not my problem. Nobody wants to hire me. Right? Right. All right, we're going to go ahead and end this because uh, we got a time limit of 60 minutes. Um, Mr. Potter, it was great talking tonight. We did a good show. Uh, we'll continue this maybe later
0: on or do another segment or something. I don't know. But um, remember, we need subscribers. The more you subscribe, the more we can do this. Subscribers and
1: reporters and and um, supporters. Another thing is blankets, clothing, uh, Any material materials.
0: things that you don't need, we can use to give out to the people who need it the most. Right. And um, we have a website up now. It's, um, I'll have to get it up.
1: I'll post a link in the um, about section. Uh, we have a store. It's on the website. It's on Podpage. Look up podpage.com backslash uh, homeless at large. And you'll find our webpage, I believe. Um, have a good night, everyone. Remember, help us or leave us alone. Oh, let me mention our sponsors real quick. Uh, Our sponsor is uh, Anchor FM. It's the world's free podcasting company. They teach you how to build a podcast, um, give you the sponsors, help uh, put your podcast out there.
0: And the best thing about it is it's all free. So let's download Anchor today. Have a great night, everyone.